Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome back to the Grant Met Podcast, episode number 56. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing the millionaire playbook. How to create a million dollar net worth step by step from scratch. Now, this is assuming that you have no inheritance, no background, wealthy family, anything. It's just you and you have to figure out how to do it. Now, I'm taking this from real world experience. A lot of you guys know my story, how I was in the middle of playing junior college football. I transferred back to finish up school. All of my credits didn't transfer, got into sales, and I step by step ended up building an eight-figure company. Now, I did this through dealing with losses, betrayals, issues, financial problems, basically everything that you could expect. And so what's cool about learning from others, and this is the fastest way to grow, not just listening to this podcast, but through other people's YouTube channels, mentors, books, and anything that you can get your hands on. But it's important to learn from other people's mistakes so you don't have to repeat them. Yes, an intelligent person learns from their own mistakes, but an even more incredibly intelligent person is going to learn from the mistakes of others so they can prevent them in their own life, careers, and businesses. So here are the four steps to create a million-dollar net worth. Step one, realize that who you are right now, if you were already good enough, knowledgeable enough, or had the exact skill sets to be able to produce a net worth or income like that, you would already be doing it. So while some of us can look at this as a negative, instead, let's just look at for something that's matter of fact. Having self-awareness and knowing what your skill sets are, what your strengths and what your weaknesses are, can help you reach another level in any single industry or business that you're currently doing. You first have to understand, and what I want you guys to do is take notes while you're listening to this podcast, and I simply want you to write out your current situation what your money situation is, what your debt situation is, what skill sets do you possess, whether that's a degree, whether it's a certain skill set or knowledge, and what are your weaknesses. This could also be where you're currently living, who you're friends with, the information, technology, and resources that you currently have. No matter how dire or bad your situation might be, if you don't truly admit where you're at, you can't change it. It's the first step to changing it. Now, once you know the things that you need to improve, the knowledge you need to possess, and the people that you need to meet, now you have a general outline of what you actually need to accomplish. The trick is to change this from some dream that only happens to a few people to a tangible and reachable goal that you have a concrete plan to achieve. So what I want you to do is completely recreate who you are as a person. I want you to almost like you're in a video game, create a version of yourself that's never been alive before. Realize this, and this is something that was so interesting, is when you're meeting someone for the first time, let's just say like with a snap of your fingers, we dropped you in a complete random city and not one single person knew who you were. And however you dressed, carried yourself, spoke, the information and knowledge that you currently had, 
What is interesting is these people know nothing about you. They would only treat you off of the way that they perceive you, the way that your energy is, the way your confidence is, the way that you speak, the way that you carry yourself, your likability. You would naturally attract similar people who are likely pretty much like you. Now, we could complain about this and say, well, it's not fair. Everyone should be nice to everyone. And I'm not saying that everyone's going to be rude. What I'm saying is, is that if people truly treat you off of the perception and the energy of who you are at that moment in time, then this can actually become pretty fun because you could simply just recreate yourself into the person that can actually produce the goals that you want to achieve. So put yourself through a course or a training that allows yourself to groom yourself into this ideal version of yourself. What I did when I was out in Brooklyn, New York, I was playing junior college football. I had little to no money. I was living barely paycheck to paycheck. I mean, I could barely get by. And I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do in my life. And while I didn't have a lot of resources, I didn't have any mentor. What I did is I would simply just go sit in a bookstore and read for two to three hours a day and just study. I would study business, I would study communication, I would study finance, and I would study the the greatest and most successful minds that had ever lived that I wanted to create myself into. Now, even though I didn't have all the resources, I didn't have a mentor, I didn't come from a wealthy family that could just cut a check for me or pick up the phone and call somebody, even though I didn't have those things, I had resourcefulness. I was creative enough to go, okay, If even if I don't know these people or have this money, if I can learn the same information that the highest performers in the world already know and possess, and I already had some natural God-given talents, if I could combine those two things, do I know if I'm just going to suddenly become a multimillionaire? I didn't know that, but I did know that my life would get better. Knowledge is potential power. It's not going to suddenly give you everything that you want in life, but it sure is going to give you the potential to be able to utilize it in a concrete way that can create success. Two, find something that you can get into, whether it's a type of business, an industry, or a sector of an industry that you can absolutely master. One of the most common themes that you see nowadays is you hear the term millionaires have seven streams of income. Many times they do after they're multi, multi, multi millionaires and they've invested into a lot of different businesses, companies, or assets. But what's interesting, if you actually study the bulk of millionaires, they all created a net worth of over a million dollars from one thing. They mastered something that was simplistic and they could scale. Or they were entrepreneurs and they worked for a company that became ultra successful and they either got equity out of it or they simply did something really, really great working for somebody else, but then they became an investor and invested into long-term assets at one. Now, what you have to do is this. Stick with something for decades. Now, I'm not talking about something that doesn't work, but if there's a long-term trajectory on a certain industry, trade, or skill set, and you know that you can succeed and eventually become the best of the best, it's something that you want to stick with and build with all the time. For example, my own company, Mick Group, you know, I talk to recruiting all the time, and the number one most common resume that we turn down is someone that in five years has had four to six new jobs. 
you can tell that after a while, if they've job hop and industry hop that many times, it is not the company's fault. Of course, there's bad companies and bad industries, but if you go from career to career to career to career, it's likely that anytime things get difficult, which will happen in any industry, you jump ship and go to the next thing. And then it becomes a continuous cycle of not getting through that difficult season and mastering a craft so you can eventually become elite. Stick to a basic and boring, simple thing that you can replicate and build. What's interesting is I'm born and raised in Houston and I've lived in California, New York, but I moved to Austin, Texas about two and a half years ago. And I started meeting people, you know, you naturally just kind of network and get to know more people when you move to a city. And there's a portion of Austin that's the nicest part of town. It has, you know, multi-million dollar homes, some really successful people. And, you know, anytime you see big homes or you, you think of Beverly Hills or you think of the Upper East Side or you think of these really nice areas, you always kind of instinctively think they invented something that came from a lot of money or something like that. And I started meeting these people and kind of getting to know these families. And it was so interesting that almost every single person that had this $20, $30 million home did something so basic and boring that it was a little underwhelming. They had plumbing companies, roofing companies, tile companies. They were real estate investors. They were a part of some company that went public and they made a lot of money and then they invested it into stocks and real estate. Just very simplistic things, but they were all natural and good at something. Allow yourself to develop, to grow within an industry and create a name for yourself. Three, master your craft at what you do and scale it or grow to the highest level in that industry. Whenever you enter an industry, like we're talking about, you're gonna face obstacles, you're gonna face challenges, you're gonna face cycles in any single industry. But when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But the typical person, the second things get difficult, they jump ship and they go to the next industry, to the next industry, to the next industry. Instead, what I want you to do is take every single course, listen to every YouTube channel, listen to any single book or mentor or person that's in their top of your field and become the best of the best. What's interesting is this. You start building an incredible name and brand when every single person you come across in your industry, in your company, in your area, you add impact, you add value to their lives. If you can focus on becoming significant, not only are people going to respect you, but you're going to build a brand and a name that will open more doors and opportunities for you than you could ever imagine. It's interesting because when I was starting out early on in my industry and I was, I was trying to build my company, there was someone that we worked with just for a short amount of time. And I noticed that people just really weren't nice to this person. They were always kind of rude, always a little disrespectful. They were a lot, at the time, a very entry-level position, and they helped manage a lot of the projects that we would install. And I always 
didn't do anything crazy. I was just always kind. I was respectful. I always said thank you for everything. I always caught up with her and asked how she was doing and how the family was doing. But it was interesting that a couple years later, as my company, and we're in the residential solar space, was scaling like crazy, we needed to partner with someone that could help us scale on the installation side so we could move into new markets quicker. And it was interesting. I didn't have to reach out to anyone. That same person that I was kind to that people disrespected reached out to me on LinkedIn, said, hey, Grant, congrats on all your success. I'd love to connect you with someone. I actually work for this company now, which happened to be the largest in the country that was almost impossible to partner with. And she said, I'd love, I've told them how incredible you guys are. I'd love to set up a meeting and partner with you guys. I said, yeah, absolutely. That one relationship ended up causing over $50 million in transactions and installations that happened because of that partnership that may have never happened if I didn't treat her right. So when you're meeting someone, it doesn't matter if they're the receptionist, the entry-level sales rep, or they're the CEO or the vice president. Treat them with respect, add value to their lives, because people will forget what you said but they'll always remember how you make them feel and how you impacted their lives and their families' lives because you never know when that next door will open. Four, once you've mastered a trade, a skill set, or business, and you start having excess income, if you truly want to become wealthy and build long-term assets, you have to move your money into something that can grow without you being involved with it. Guys, you do not have to be wealthy to start doing this. Even if it's $100 a week, $10 a week, whatever you can afford, start allocating a minimum of 10 to 40% of your income and moving it towards assets that go up in value and pay you in cash flow. This could be real estate. This could be private equity. This could be stocks. This could be all different types of things, but you need to allocate and move your money into something that can work harder than you. Look, even if you have a team or a business, or if it's just you, you're going to have a certain amount of leverage and output that you can produce. But if you want to scale that and automate your way to becoming wealthy, you have to move your capital into assets they're going to appreciate. Now, many times people go, well, how do I become a great investor? Well, first is you got to get the right knowledge. What I would recommend is start studying the markets. There's um, CNBC that has in the morning when the stock market, the bell goes off, they analyze the earnings of every single company, the profitability of them, the success, people give opinions. And what you can do is simply just start watching that for 15, 20 minutes a day and start kind of studying what companies are doing what. Next, what you can start doing is studying the financial markets. Even if you guys have an iPhone, just go to the stock section and reread and go through all of the different articles that are talking about companies, the real estate, foreign policy, what's going on in politics. And you don't have to become this expert. Just simply start reading 10 to 15 to 20 minutes a day. Then start studying the best investors all around the world in whatever specific industry or sector that you want to invest in and start studying their moves, their successes, and their failures and start replicating it. And most importantly, you learn by actually investing. It's one thing to talk about it. It's one thing to read these articles. While it's important to know, nothing teaches you more about something than actually experiencing it. And one thing that I started doing that helped me so much starting off early on is I believed in in Bitcoin. I believed in Tesla. I believed in a lot of different things. And 
I didn't have a lot of money, but I would just allocate $50, $100, you know, $800, $1,000 a week, whatever I could. And each time it scaled up and up you know, each week as I grew and became more successful. But regardless, instead of talking about it or saying, hey, one day when I'm wealthy, I'll do this, I just always consistently allocated capital to something that was going to appreciate and value and give me an opportunity to start truly building some wealth. Guys, the bulk of becoming wealthy is simply just habits. It's discipline. It's not being impulsive and it's being masterful and incredible at something that you can long-term do that's going to create a name and a brand for yourself. When you really look at the, the bulk of the world, I want you guys to just truly watch and think about this and go, okay, who are these people that win? What skill sets and personality traits do these people possess compared to the rest of the world? And I can tell you this just from the last five years of transforming my life and trying to help as many other people as I can, including people in my family and teach them the same things, is what I learned is the difference between someone that's in the top 25% versus someone in the 1% as far as talent is like this much, very small. But the difference is the, the habits and the disciplines. And the top 1% is so structured in their approach and their habits that regardless of what's going on in their life, they always do the right things. We realize that the bulk of the world has the same issues. You know, we all have family members that have gotten sick, maybe passed away, or struggles in the market. You know, when a recession hits, it hits everybody. Why do only certain people win during that recession? They move differently. Their approach to life is completely different than anybody else. And, you know, you see this, and, and this is what's so important, and this is what's going to help each one of you guys stand the test of time and win long run, regardless of the obstacles and the losses and the tragedies and the different things that happen, is regardless of how you feel, regardless of when you wake up tomorrow, if you're tired, if you're worn out, if you're having a relationship problem, do you still do the things that you need to do to take care of your family, make sure your business, your industry, the company you work for is successful, and to make sure you're reaching your goals? If you can do that when you feel bad, just as much as when you feel good, you're on the right path to becoming a top 1% earner. You're on the right path to become someone that can really make an impact in the world and really change the lives of yourself and obviously the people around you. But if you operate off of emotion, off of the season that you're in, just because you heard some damn motivational speech or you listened to a podcast and now you're motivated for a day and a half and then you go back to the same bullshit that caused the same issues right before that, what is the difference? How do you really want to become? And it takes building habits. And this is why the bulk of people do not change until life forces them to change. They're literally go completely broke or they have nothing or they go to jail or they overdose on drugs or something crazy happens that forces them to where they go, look, if I want to even survive, I have to change. Why do you have to wait that long? Why not proactively Take these four steps along with others to position yourself to become successful. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. As always, thank you guys so much for the support, the love, and all the great feedback. If you guys also want to listen to more content, whether it's short form or long form content, check out all my social media channels at Grant Mitt. Other than that, I hope you guys have a great week and I'll see you again for episode 57. Thanks guys.